the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We are America. Oh, ducky is the man with me. Oh, shucky ducky was a way for me to say I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. People should and do uh, trust me, and I have every confidence that uh, that will be the outcome of this election. Well, there is Hillary Clinton in her big TV interview yesterday. Don't know. Don't know about that. What do you think? This is the Herman Cain Show. My name is Chris Chandler. I'm in for Herman this hour. Herman is off today. You've been hearing a best of show. Herman is off, but Jamie Dupree is here today. This is normally the time when Herman chats up Jamie live. We didn't want to miss the chance to have Jamie on. Been a very, very busy couple days. So what we'll do this hour is let you directly ask a Jamie a question. Tell him something. Call him a big, call him a big liberal. He loves that. 877-310-2100. 877-310-2100. And we'll take calls for Jamie here for the next full hour. Jamie's live in Washington. And to show you why this is a good idea, Jamie, just in the last few minutes, you've been hearing from some of the top Republican congressional leaders. What'd you glean? Yeah, uh, not much uh, new in terms of news this morning. Uh, there were uh, several questions asked, uh, sort of uh, behind the scenes, what GOP leaders are going to do on a number of issues, immigration and other things, but nothing real concrete. I think uh, still sort of sorting out which way we're headed on immigration and other things. But the Hillary Clinton interview yesterday, Chris, I think it is an interesting sort of lesson in PR management. As we've been talking up here in the press gallery uh, uh, about it, you know, on one hand, we love to write stories in the press about a politician not doing something. And what's it been for the last couple of months? Hillary Clinton not taking questions. Hillary Clinton not doing news conferences. Hillary Clinton not doing interviews. Uh, yesterday, she did open the floor at one of her events in Iowa. She did take a few queries from reporters. She did sit down with CNN for an extended interview. And it's sort of the old, th- the age-old thing we always say, if you make that candidate available over and over, Chris, it suddenly loses its steam. And I think more than anything, what Hillary Clinton's interview did yesterday was it showcased that she is good. She can answer something without really making news and without really answering the question. I think for Republicans, as they dissected her interview, they felt like she just sidestepped pretty much everything that she wanted to and didn't get into the details and didn't answer the questions from Brianna Keeler. Let me ask you a question about that. It's 877-310-2100. We'll take your questions for Jamie Dupree. But, Jamie, uh, this came at an interesting, almost comical time. From your hunch and experience, what do you think? Was this blitz in the works already, or did this uh, weekend uh, rope lassoing incident and finally convinced them that they couldn't really keep her behind uh, the closed doors anymore. I mean, that was very nearly comical. That could be in somebody else's campaign commercially. No, I, I do think that they that, that may have uh, played a, a role in it. I mean, they, they've talked about how they're going to do interviews with other major news organizations. I was just uh, giving a hard time to this CBS producer who sits across the hall from me, and I said, so when are you guys getting your interview? And he just sort of rolled his eyes and said, I, I don't think we're getting an interview anytime soon. And so it, it, we'll see whether it's just one interview or maybe there's going to be another. But really, one interview? I, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, I, I think that this is part and parcel of their strategy in the Clinton campaign is not to make the candidate that available that much, and, and that's what it's going to be. But, you know, when you're out on the trail, I think this is sort of hard for the, the average uh, listener to sort of figure, but usually what happens is, in, uh, you know, there's say there's three or four events in a day, Chris, and the candidate, you know, will do them. 
the staff will tell you, okay, look, after that third event, we're going to stand everybody off the side and we'll do a little Q&A. And you always get usually one shot with the candidate for a little uh, topic of the day kind of question. And Hillary Clinton just hasn't done that. And when you don't do that, you create this energy that never ends. If you just open things up and every day you told told people that, yes, you can get a question into Hillary Clinton, I'll guarantee you that it'll become boring after a while. Uh, the reporters will not chase her down. The reporters won't be dogging her at every move. Uh, but obviously the Clinton team has created this situation, and I don't think it's going to go away soon unless they really open things up. What would you think of the interview from both sides? Brianna Keeler, uh, I like her, but an odd choice to go yeah, first. Yeah, well, it was an odd choice. I would have to assume that uh, the, the Clinton people most likely came in and said, you know, we'll only do the interview with these people that kind of thing. I would assume that they wanted a woman to do the interview. Uh, you know, Brianna is not that well-known, but she's uh, um, she used to work up here just across the hall from me for about a year. Uh, I think does a very good job. Seemed to me that she asked a lot of good questions yesterday. We can always argue about what should be asked and how it should be asked, uh, but I don't think you can really give her a thumbs down for what she asked. For the most part, uh, what she asked was not really directly answered in a lot of cases by Hillary Clinton, and so you know that's that's something you have to go through as well. Eight seven seven three one zero twenty one hundred. Taking your questions, comments for Jamie Dupree here for the full hour. Larry is in Georgia. First up, hey man, what's on your mind? Thanks for taking my call, Jamie. Absolutely. What's up, Larry? I'd like to know why just this morning the National News uh, started finally saying something about these sanctuary cities. There's over 200 locations in the United States. It's cost the taxpayer already $65 million to implement this program. I want to know why everybody's not screaming about this price tag and the secrecy of these instead of being made public. Well, I, I think they've been public. It's it's not something that comes out of D.C. It's the individual cities that have decided this, and this has been an ongoing battle for years. So it's really not anything, quote-unquote, new. There have been warnings from Republicans for a number of years that you would get exactly this type of of incident where you would have somebody that was not deported that then uh, would would uh, you know commit a crime I mean I can think of dozens and dozens of emails I've gotten from Republicans over the last year in which they're talking about the number of people who've not been deported and who have committed crimes or have been released and not deported so that issue has been there and in the wake of this shooting out in San Francisco certainly uh, it's created a bit of a storm I talked about it yesterday it came up in a hearing in the Senate so I, I don't know that anything is going to be, quote-unquote, done about it, uh, because the cities have been able to legally uh, shield people who are here illegally, and that has not been struck down by any court as far as I know. So I would think that uh, just as we've had uh, back and forth between the feds and local police, we'll continue to have that uh, even in the aftermath of this. Certainly, though, it spurs a lot more discussion about the issue of illegal immigration. Jimmy is in Georgia. Jimmy, for Jamie here, you want to ask about overtime. Go ahead. Hey, Jamie, I just wanted to um, kind of get your input and see what you've heard about this uh, executive order that's been going on in the news about Obama and the overtime. Yeah, it's not an executive order. It's actually a an actual um, uh, regulation coming out from the Department of Labor. And so, oh, okay. uh, yeah, and so it will apply, therefore, to all 
um, uh, you know, all people, all workers out there, uh, the, the, the specifics of it, I think that basically most workers who would earn up to about fifty five zero thousand dollars a year would be eligible, most of them, for overtime, even if they are classified as a manager. Now, here, I just saw a story today in one of the, the local little newspapers that deals with the Congress. They say that nearly uh, about 40 to 50 percent of the staffers in uh, on the Hill here in D.C. could actually uh, possibly get overtime pay. The threshold would be moved up to just over $50,000, uh, and that's expected to impact about 5 million Americans. So these are, you know... Um, this is a rule that can be instituted by the Labor Department. The Congress gave them the power many years ago to do this, so it's not an executive order, but in a sense, it operates much like that in that it covers all workers. 877-310-2100. This is a live hour now of the Herman Cain Show you heard best of earlier, but we got Jamie Dupree now live in Washington taking your questions and comments from him. One of the stories, uh, Jamie, on the news uh, starting yesterday afternoon, then big this morning, these cuts in the military. Marty is up next. He wants to ask about that. Go ahead, man. Why, with the uh, Russia expanding and being aggressive, China expanding and being aggressive, the threat of ISIS, why are we downsizing our military? That does not make any sense to me. Well, you know, uh, these uh, the the uh, if you're not going to dramatically increase the defense budget, then sooner or later you have to get to a point where you can only have so many people on the payroll or in the services uh, to uh, that you know f- uh, follow along with those budgetary lines. And you know, at, at this point in time, this administration has made it very clear that under the numbers that were uh, given to them by the Congress, that they were going to cut back the army levels to pre-9/11 uh, force structure levels and and bring them down even more. Now the Republicans have tried to put forward a plan to funnel more money into the military, but as of right now, Democrats are saying they're going to block that unless they get more money for domestic spending. So you know, part of it too is this, Marty, is that the the cost, the underlying cost structure for the military, is they are now spending so much money each year on health care and on retirement benefits that they're in a sense finding themselves having to uh, have a smaller fighting force simply because they need billions and billions of dollars to pay for those who used to be in the force so a lot of different things at work here I don't know if the Congress is going to uh, stop these uh, cuts or the the reduction in the size of the military, but it's something that certainly uh, I'm sure a lot of local lawmakers will not be pleased to see some of the details. 877-310-2100 for Jamie Dupree on the Herman Cain Show. We told you you can ask Jamie anything. Here comes proof from Mike in Georgia. I love this, Mike. Uh, Harry Reid's black eye. Let her rip. Hi, Jamie. Really enjoy listening to you, and your information is great. Um, I've just seeing a lot of things on the internet, and it's kind of a story that's died down. But do you buy the exercise equipment accident with Harry Reid? Somebody's going to have to show me uh, an explanation for it, Mike. Other than that, and I don't think anybody here on the Hill really believes that. Uh, shall we say he was beaten up or something like that? So, no, that seems to be exactly what happened. Reid, of course, will not be running for re-election next year. I believe actually that the fellow who came forward and said he was at the AA meeting in the basement and so forth and saw uh, the fellow coming in and say, "I know what happened." I believe that he was discredited. That story got around a couple months ago. Uh, yeah. Folks who may not know what 
what this is. Harry Reid has said uh, that he got that horrible permanent damage to his eye from an accident with exercise equipment. Well, got to be a story going around that a fellow showed up at an AA meeting, bloody and bruised and so forth, and said he had just been in a terrible uh, fight with Harry Reid and the Secret Service was after him and so forth. And as I remember, and tell me if I'm wrong, Mike, that was the story was that that was Harry Reid's brother. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, it was supposed to be Harry Reid's brother, and that you know they, they had gotten into an altercation, and um, that you know Harry Reid's camp and everyone was trying to downplay it, and came up with this story uh, regarding the exercise equipment. I, I never, I've never really followed up on the story, and after reading it, yeah, you have to certainly take everything on the internet with a grain of salt. Jamie, a couple of these guys who were putting this forward actually went to the trouble to reconstruct uh, models of Harry Reid's bathroom and the uh, exercise ropes to try and prove it couldn't have possibly happened that way. But I do distinctly remember the fellow started this story, got it on some of the blogs, came back and forward later and said, nah, 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 not true. But it shows you, it shows you what gets around from Washington. That's right. Now, you're absolutely right, Chris. All right. Um, you have been in the last couple of days uh, hearing from a couple of the presidential candidates. Going to see another one tomorrow. Going to talk to John Kasich, a potential candidate. Uh, what do you think the big story is going to be for the rest of uh, the weekend of the weekend? Well, uh, the, we've got uh, Marco Rubio's in Iowa today, Jeb Bush in New Hampshire. Uh, we had the governor of Ohio, John Kasich, here yesterday. He'll be making his announcement in a little less than, uh, I guess it's two weeks from now. And then um, uh, Monday, Scott Walker will get into the race officially, the governor of Wisconsin, who certainly has been at the top of the polls in many, many states. And, yeah, I thought it was interesting today in the, in the Washington Post there was an article that, uh, the, obviously, uh, the, the reporter had talked an awful lot to the people behind Walker's camp, and they see Scott Walker's people see Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush as their as their two main rivals. And I would think right now that's sort of where we are: Walker, Bush, and Rubio, with obviously some out there for uh, Donald Trump. But I still think the the Republican officials here in D.C. don't see Trump as a long term threat. And trivia, real fast, I've lost count. How many will that make by next Tuesday? Oh, uh, by next. Next week, it'll be, I think Walker is 15 major candidates, and so we'll get up to 16 the week after with uh, with John Kasich. I'm not sure that former Virginia Governor Jim Gilmore really ranks as a major one, but, you know, we'll see. Everybody will have a different count, Chris. 16-877-310-2100. Taking your calls here with Jamie Dupree live. It's the Herman Cain Show. He has run a presidential campaign. He'll give you the best insight on campaign 2016. Herman Cain, every day. My name's Chris Chandler. Jamie Dupree's live. We'll continue the Herman Cain Show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.